welcome to Storytime with Avant-Garde Books. I'm Cherie Hardy, and thank you so much for listening. It is a pleasure to read to you again. Today, I'm going to be reading Moustache. This book was written by Margie Palatini and illustrated by Henry Cole. If you have the book, just follow along with me, but if you don't have it, it's okay. Get in a very comfortable place and just get relaxed and listen quietly to Moustache. Moose had a problem, a horrible, hairy, prickly problem. It grew right below his nostrils and just above his lip, a moustache. Now, not a few spare hairs or shy little stubble, no mere weak wandering whiskers on the upper lip of this moose. No siree, moose had a big, bushy, bristly, mighty moustache, but a moustache that was a burly, surly, mangy mess, and it itched a lot. Sure, he plucked and he tweezed, he even clipped, snipped, and teased, but his cones were still cowards, and his brushes rebelled, his scissors simply surrendered. Moose was in a frizzy, frizzy tizzy. The moustache was completely crimping his style. He was a great hoofer, but he could barely bop and hip-hop with a moustache going flip-flop. He was a wonderful chef, but he simply could not flambe his souffle with all of those whiskers in his way. And he was a daring skier, but how could he downhill race with the mighty moustache blowing in his face. Moose had to do something, and soon, but what? After days and days of much serious thought, Moose got an idea. He crossed some hair here, he crossed some hair there, and he tied his moustache around his neck. A moose scarf seemed to be the ideal answer to his problem. It was so simple, so easy, so perfectly perfect. But then his moustache got knotted and mangled and horribly tangled, and those hundreds of hairs still prickled and tickled. Worse, Moose could barely take a breath with all that moustache wrapped around his neck. So Moose untied, unwrapped, and unknotted, and ah, gulped in some fresh air. He got another idea. He parted some hair this way, he parted some hair that way, and he heaped all that moustache on top of his head. Moustachoed antlers seemed to be the ideal answer to his problem. It was so simple, so easy, so perfectly perfect, until a squadron of squirrels and one very nosy gopher moved right into the moose motel. They huddled and hoarded, burrowed and burrowed out. Needless to say, it became quite crowded up there in Moose's head, and heavy and messy. And very, very noisy. The squirrely chitting and chatting, squeals and squawks, woke Moose every morning before the crack of dawn, and that gopher was giving the Moose one hairy headache. Moose needed to sleep. He needed to rest. He needed his privacy. Moustachoes had antlers, nuts, so he unparted and unpiled, untwisted and untwined, and said adios to the hairy horns. But now what? What? 
what? What? The miserable moose took hold of a hunk of hair, and he wrestled it, then he roped it, then he tethered, tied, tamed, aha, a moose tail. Now that was so simple. That was so easy. That was so, not so perfectly perfect. Talk about a dizzy dude. Moose didn't know if he was coming or going, backward, forward, this way, that. He didn't know which end was which. Moose had to bail on the tail. And so he thought and thought and thought some more. But no other idea was a worthy winner. Braids for a bother, a moustache sweater, too sweltering. Net, not. Poor Moose, his problem was truly terrible, unbearable, just downright sad. He felt so alone, he didn't know what else to do. Then, call it fate, call it destiny, it was probably dumb luck. But one day, Moose tripped on his moustache and just had no time to duck. Oop! Pardon me, pardon me, they both said as they bumped. Then they blinked and they stared and their hearts went thump a thump thump. She was a moose with a bouffant so bodacious, outrageous. Well, it was just plain old big. Hair after hair piled higher than high. A skyscraping dew of glorious curls, a towel swirling twists and twirls. She was simply splendid, stupendous, absolutely superb. Of course, Moose had to ask how she did what she did to get such a do. Miss Moose winked and then whispered, just a little glue. So she helped. She fearlessly plunged a hoop into a fat pot of white gooey goop. And carefully, oh, so carefully, they glopped. And they plopped. They pasted and they pressed, they coaxed and curled every truly unruly wayward whisker. Around and around they tweaked and twirled those horrible hairs until Moose, once mangy mess, was now a wondrous winding wave of marvelous moustache. Moose gazed in the mirror and smiled, a broad, moosey smile. He was so happy, so glad, just giddy with glee. He looked dashing and handsome. Moose gushed. Is that really me? With not a care for one hair, the moose pair boogied and bobbed, and their cooking was hot, hot, hot. So of course it wasn't long after that moose and his moustache and his beautiful bride fox trotted and tangoed and walked down the aisle. Good hair days, bad hair days, they vowed to love and to cherish. And with hearts heaped with love and pots filled with goop, they both sighed, I do glue, and promised never to part. It was so simple, so easy, so perfectly perfect. And it stuck. Wow. The In Boys and Girls That Was Moustache, written by Margie Palatini and illustrated by Henry Cole, I hope you enjoyed this story. Take care.